Town Cowboys podcast. Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Cape Town Cowboys podcast. Danny Cho here. Um, I don't know if you hear uh, that whirling sound. That is my AC. It is 120. Hi, Sienna. Uh, it's 120 here in uh, Korea, and it is still fucking hot in my apartment. So I am here. Uh, AC on, so if that annoys you, I'm sorry, but uh, I don't want to be sweating, so that's why that shit's on. Anyway, uh, how do we start? So this past weekend, I was part of the uh, inaugural show uh, by JDB Square, JDB Entertainment. It is a, uh, what do you call it? It is a entertainment company uh, that has a lot of comedians, Korean comedians, under their belt. And, um, yeah, I actually signed with them this past weekend. And to kick it off, I did five shows. Um, JDB Entertainment, they want to do stand-up comedy as well. And so um, they put some of their comedians. um, A lot of them are people that are on Korean TV, a guy named... Yumin Sang, he's like one of the fat guys uh, in that show with you know with the with the with the three fat dudes and the one fat girl. Well, um, one of the fat guys, he's the one that uh, he did some stand up yesterday, or, or that was this whole weekend. Um, there's a guy named um, Moon Kyubak. Uh, he I think he's in comedy big league. Uh, Kim Juno, he's on uh, Ilbagil, the uh, one. What is it? One day, no, one night, two days, um, and a handful of other people came, and uh, I got to do a show with all of them. Uh, it is cool. I mean, it's it's weird. Like, I'm not used to um, Korean. I mean, how do you say like how Korean entertainers like play? You know what I mean? I'm I'm not saying that they were like like partying crazy or whatever, but you know what I mean? Like, as a Korean-American, sure, I have Hyungs and I have, you know, I have Sambes, I guess. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm aware of that type of culture. But this is a little bit different. Uh, like, for example, um, I don't know if you're aware, but Koreans like to cheers every time they drink. Right? Uh, a little too much, actually. But beyond just them cheersing... Uh, there's actually, like, they have, like, sayings. They have, um, like, uh, it's not even a toast. You know what I mean? Like, they'll, they'll, uh, they'll, it's like, I don't know, I guess it's team building or whatever. Something that, you know, you don't see in the States. Even for Korean Americans, we just say, you know, cheers. We don't, we don't go, like, you know, kaja, kaja, or whatever the phrase is. And uh, it seems like you have to have a few... Uh, a few, uh, what do you call it, a few cheers, like celebrations, chants under your belt, and they need to be cool, I guess, you know, I have none, you know what I mean, I'm just like, okay, everybody cheers, but, you know, like, they're, they, uh, uh, there's a thing in Korea called, like, samhengshi, uh, which means, like, every syllable for example, if my name is 
uh, in Korean they call it teni jo, right? Then te, and then the sentence has to start with te, right? Uh, ni, and then the next sentence has to start with ni, and jo needs to start whatever, you know what I mean? So things like that, they uh, they come up with them all the time, and I feel like I too need to uh, come up with some. So for all you Koreans listening, if you have any tips on some good uh, Korean cheers type of chants, please let me know because I don't know any of them. Now, as for the shows, so yeah, it was uh, one show Friday, two shows Saturday, two shows Sunday. And uh, uh, for the most part, uh, all the shows were relatively sold out. I mean, one was fully sold out and the rest were, you know, I would say 90% sold out. So it was cool. Um, it, it was interesting because, you know, I've been doing stand-up for what, about six, seven months now here in Korea. And I was doing it mostly in, like, comedy clubs or, like, bar situations, right? But this is, like, a small theater. The ambiance is a little different. And on top of that, um, you know, if, if you're in a bar setting or a comedy club setting, people are drunk, they're drinking. You know, here... They were, they were selling beer, but not that many people were drinking beer. Most of them were drinking coffee. So they were, uh, it was a different atmosphere. And on top of that, people that came to the comedy club, they're mostly like, how do you say, like, they're, uh, they're fans of stand-up comedy. I mean, you know, they, they, they kind of know what it is, you know. But uh, for these last five shows, it was people that really didn't, understand what stand-up comedy was and so um it was interesting i, I felt like uh i felt like a stand-up commentary of commentary stand-up comedy missionary you know um in terms of like telling people uh what it can be you know and for the most part everybody um did you know did okay so uh, yeah it wasn't the shows were great i had a great time um gotta meet a handful of celebrities Korean celebrities, they all seem nice, and they all seem to uh, uh, like my material, which is which is kind of embarrassing, really, to be honest, because, you know, my stand-up comedy um, here in Miami, uh, my stand-up comedy, apt- or is my, my Korean aptitude here is, is not, I'm not that, my Korean's not that good, and so uh, it, yeah. You know, I always feel like my material is a little bit basic uh, compared to where I want it to be. But um, thankfully, people seem to like my um, fish out of water stories, you know. And, oh, here's another thing. Um, one big difference between like a comedy club and like a small theater is that given that Koreans are still not really open to like hearing like dirty jokes um on you know in public they're down to they're down to hear it like um how do you say they're down to hear it like during like drinking settings or with your buddies but um especially not in a uh public setting uh so so yeah but with that being said oh thanks James James Cho says congrats on getting signed yes uh thank you brother um so, but with that being said, I'm, it's not like I'm not going to tell dirty jokes. I'm going to have to slip one in, one or two in all the time so that, you know, they get used to it. You know what I mean? Um, 
I'm not going to go all the way hardcore dirty, but here was a joke that I told. Um, basically, I started off with saying that I'm amazing in the bedroom. That's what I said. I'm amazing in the bedroom. People start laughing because I look the way I look. And then I said, this is how I know I'm amazing. Uh, one time, I was going down on a girl, and she farted. Uh, and uh, then I go, well, I'm sure that uh, girl women don't like to, you know, fart in front of their boyfriends, uh, especially in a situation like that. But I was so good that I, um, I received a gift for my, my, my aptitude, my prowess. And the gift was a invisible scarf. And, uh, yeah, it wasn't that dirty, right? Uh, I didn't think it was that dirty. Uh, but you could tell, like, some of the people were kind of pulling back um, from that kind of material. So, so yeah, it's been interesting. Um, I've been, uh, since I've been signed to the company, here are some things that, uh, uh, what do you call it? I, I, can't, I can't really get into details of, of, the, of my contract, really, but uh, I get to ride in a, what they call a celebrity minivan. You know, like, if you see Korean dramas or, I mean, variety shows, you know that celebrities or entertainers, they get transported and driven around in a, um, in a, in a black minivan. Well, I, too, uh, have a driver now. Um, not, not, not for everyday situations. Like I can't call the driver and be like, yo, I'm going to go buy some eggs or some shit. That dude's not going to come. But, uh, if I am doing a gig for TV or whatever, then I get a, uh, I get, I get a, I get a driver guys. Um, uh, I also get a, what do you call it? A stylist and a makeup artist, uh, you know, things of that nature. So, yeah, I am, um, it's funny, like, uh, after the show uh, yesterday, uh, they were like, oh, yeah, let me, let, let me drive you home. I said, what? What? You're going to drive me home, bro? Like, all right. And, um, uh, yeah, I wanted to sit in the front of the minivan, which it was like, no, 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 you should sit in the back because you're a, uh, you're a, uh, celebrity or not a celebrity but uh you know you are a what do you call it a uh, uh a talent now um so so now i'm gonna have a, a personal driver everywhere i go um david han dumbo is asking if i'm wearing a jersey i am wearing a guam jersey uh because uh i want to go to guam because it's fucking hot over here in Korea. Um, yeah, man. So, Korean drinking. That's what I want to talk about today. Um, I've... So, every day we had a show this past weekend, there was something called a tipuri, which kind of means like um, relax after the, after the show, you know, I guess. Um, and we drank, man, we drank hard and I, 
I don't know how I don't know how people do it. I really don't because even yesterday I drank with uh, a handful of the comedians that were on the show as well as like uh, comedians that just came to support and they wanted to all hang out. And um, you know when when it comes to uh, uh, there's a show called Machine and Yasakuri, right? And um, three of the, uh, the 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 fat people on the show, they're known. I mean, they're all known for like incredible appetites, but three of them are signed to the company that I'm signed to. And of those three, uh, two of them well, were with me last night, and boy, do they know how to throw down. They uh, they. They, the drinking, their drinking is, is, is crazy. Uh, uh, and who pays for all the drinks? All I know is I'm not the one that paid for any of the drinks. Uh, matter of fact, uh, that is actually kind of cool. Uh, so I guess not necessarily the written rule, but whoever the young is of the situation or, or the Nuna is the oldest person slash the most successful person should be paying for the drinks. Now, the um, yesterday we went to Samcha, which is uh, round three. So after the show, JDB Square is, uh, is a, a venue that opened up in Hongdae. And so we used the reception room as round one, where they basically bought a bunch of soju, beer, and food, and uh, just hung out, uh, ate, talked. I got to meet some of the, uh, some of the other uh, people in the, uh, in the company, they all were very sweet and nice, told me, hey, you know, uh, wow, we've never seen that, and I, I, I hope, and I asked them, you know, for them to do some stand-up, hopefully we have, I mean, to be honest, we, I, in Korea right now, we, I hope to see more female, uh, comedians or stand-up comedians, and I think that's something that, um, right now, there's a shortage of, I mean, there's a shortage of comedians, stand-up comics in general, but uh, I wish there were more females attempting it because, um, yeah, it, it, in, in all honesty, I think females can get away with, uh, in Korea, can get away with telling dirtier, hardcore jokes compared to males out here. So, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. The, the one thing is I know that the famous people they have uh, a bit to lose, you know what I mean? Like, think about it. If you, if you're famous on TV, you have a lot of fans or whatever, and then you're gonna attempt this thing called stand-up comedy, and um, the people don't really know what stand-up comedy is, so but they're gonna come to your show anyway, and then you do a set and you fucking bomb. Is that a good look? And so on top of that, uh, especially in this day and age where people uh, are very critical of, 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 of material and things you say, you know, they don't want to say anything edgy that can possibly bite them in the ass, right? So, so that, you know, there's a big uh, hiccup to that. But um, yesterday I was trying to convince uh, a handful of female comedians um, at the company to try it. Uh, they all were reluctant, but uh, I think I can push him a little bit. I told him I'll coach him, and uh, hopefully we, uh, you know, I'll be the, um, I'll be the gateway to them doing some stand-up. We need some more females in, in Korea doing stand-up. Uh, 
So for those that um, just that are, that are tuning in just now, I would like uh, some advice because, <clears throat> like I said, Korea uh, in the drinking culture, you need what you call uh, they have. Uh, like I said, you need a cheers, right? So uh, for all those that are watching right now on Facebook Live, uh, if you have like those cheers, uh, what do you call it? Sayings or mintu. Um, let me know because I don't know shit about that. Grace Jung asks, "Why doesn't An Young Mi do it?" Mm, I don't know. Uh, I she should. I think. I think she has. She's more than capable of it. Um, but you know, it's something that, like I said, most most comedians here that that have some sort of following, they're uh, afraid to do it because of the fact that you know, if look, you can't be good at stand-up like your first time. It's it's very rare, you know? And uh, inevitably, um, you know, I'm, I'm sure the first few times she, if she tries it, she's gonna she's not gonna do well. And if that's the case, then Anyang Mi is, you know, she has a lot to lose, you know? She has a radio show, she does uh, um, TV and stuff like that. Uh, so, um, I don't know. I mean, you know, I, I, I wish you would do it. I think An Young Mi would be great. Uh, for those that don't know An Young Mi, uh, she's a comedian. She was on the cast of SNL Korea, uh, which is no longer, um, uh, no longer in production, unfortunately. Which is sad because I, you know, when I first moved out here, uh, I thought I could help, you know, in terms of not necessarily writing a sketch. Um, in Korean because I can't write for shit, but uh, I, um, you know, I, I thought I could, you know, at least be like a consultant or some shit, right? But that didn't work. So, but thankfully, um, I'm signed to a a management company now, and hopefully, hopefully, uh, maybe who knows? Maybe you'll see me on Korean variety shows um, soon. If not, oh well. I'll still be doing stand-up, not only in Korean, but also in English. Speaking of which, I am uh, doing some stand-up comedy in English for the first time in a long time, and it's coming up in a few weeks, July, I believe July 20th and 21st. On the 20th, I'll be uh, in Itaewon in Route 66, and on the 21st, uh, it'll be at the Comedy Haven. Uh, I will be featuring for my buddy, Esther Koo. Uh, Esther is uh, currently in Malaysia doing the Comedy Central Asia show that I did last year. And now she, after the show and after, I think, a few more gigs, she's going to be coming to uh, Korea to stop by. And she's going to do some gigs. And she says, uh, hey, Danny, uh, you want to feature for me? And I know Esther has been getting a lot of shit over the over the past few months regarding certain tweets she did and um you know uh, how how it's bad for for the uh what do you call it um you know she's anti-asian shit um but she's a buddy she's always been sweet to me so fuck it i'm gonna do a show uh the what do you call it oh grace asks which company the company that i am signed to is a company called jdb entertainment 
uh, Rebecca goes, I get in at 8 p.m. on 21st. I'll be, oh, uh, yeah, you will definitely be late. It's okay, Rebecca. Um, I'm sure, well, I don't know if I'll be doing more uh, English stand-up comedy in Korea that, that soon, but uh, I'll be, you know, I'll keep it posted. If your Korean is good, you probably see me do some Korean stuff. And uh, also, at the end of August, I know it's a, a, a bit away, but for all those people who have friends in um, Hong Kong, I'll be doing uh, an hour set each on the August 31st and September 1st in Hong Kong. So if you have any friends or uh, if you live in Hong Kong, please stop by, check it out. Uh, I'll, I'll promise that I will try to be funny. I can't promise to be funny, you know, you might think I'm, I suck, who knows, right? Uh, so, yeah, I'm, you know what, my English is getting shittier and shittier uh, every day that I get here. Uh, it's really hard because it's, it's weird, even the people that, the, the, the kyopos here that speak English, I think their, their English is like degrading, you know, and, and mine definitely is because... Like, people will ask me um, how to say a certain word, you know, in English here. And there's times where I'm like, oh, shit, I don't know how to say that, you know. Yesterday, I couldn't figure out how to say uh, uh, this. It bugged me that I couldn't remember how to say a double-double animal style. It really bugged me. I was like, oh, what is that? What is that shit at In and Out with the uh, with the with the sauce and the fucking? And I was like, oh my god, it was it was it was boggling my mind. Uh, so I need to. I realize I need to to perform in English more before I start getting on stage and you know, in English and saying shit like "Anyanseo" or whatever. You know what I mean? So I need to I need to fix that. Um, I have, uh, there was, there, yesterday there was an interesting debate backstage because uh, in between the two shows I had uh, amongst the comedians, they ordered pizza for us to eat. Now, one of the comedians, uh, Yumin Sang, uh, uh, Yumin Sang, he's, uh, he's the big guy that likes to eat or whatever, and he was like, who the fuck ordered pizza with pineapples, right? I am from the school of no pineapples on pizza. I think that's fucking garbage, right? Me and him were on the same side. Now the and and and, and funny enough, me and him were the two fattest guys on the lineup. The two skinnier dudes and some of the managers backstage had no idea why pineapple and pizza was bad. Actually, they thought it was good. So for all you listeners out there, um, I want to take a poll to see if you guys are down with pineapple on pizza. Now, I remember it being called Hawaiian pizza. And there are, in Hawaii... They don't call it Hawaiian pizza. As a matter of fact, I don't think people in Hawaii like pineapple in their pizza either. So, for all you, do, for all of you, the, yeah, for all of you that are watching, 
uh, yeah, chime in. What are your thoughts on pineapple pizza? Hmm? And uh, for all you listeners out there uh, that aren't on the Facebook Live, email me at capetowncowboys at gmail.com and tell me what your thoughts on shitty pineapple pizza. <laughs> As you can tell, I have, I'm not... I'm, I'm, me, me, and me, and uh, I was like, "Yo, man, this is bullshit." I had much. So there was two options. They ordered two different pizzas, right? One was pineapple pizza, garbage. Next one was pulgogi pizza. I, I, wanted to eat the pulgogi pizza. All right, John Kim says no pineapple on pizza. Yes, absolutely, John. I agree 100%. No fucking pineapples on pizza. I, a matter of fact, the, the, uh, uh, the other guy was like, whoever invented, whoever decided to put pineapple on pizza should get shot. And I agree with him. Let's go find that motherfucker. Um, James Cho asks, do you like pineapple on your al pastor tacos? Generally, I do not. I do not like pineapples inside the al pastor tacos. You know what it is? I like pineapple as a fruit, you know? But I don't like that shit in my food. You know what I mean? For, for the longest time, I didn't even like banh mi because I was like, yo, why is this sandwich sweet? You understand what I'm saying? Like, I want my, I want salty food to be salty. I want, you know, gooey, gooey, cheesy food to be that. And I want pineapples separately. And the only times I usually eat pineapples are when I'm at a karaoke. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, now, there are places where, you know, they will serve, you know, al pastor tacos with pineapples. And ah, there are times when I will actually pick them out. John says Hawaiians don't put pineapples on pizza. Yes, they don't. They put spam or other crazier shit, right? Which I'm actually not against. Mm. So yeah, yesterday I went, I went crazy on some pulgogi pizza, which, you know, tastes okay. I mean, look, guys, I'm not a, I'm not a pizza connoisseur. I'm not a, uh, you know what I mean? Like, you know, people will fight over, you know, talk for days about like their favorite pizzas, and like they'll say New York has a better pizza, or Chicago fools will say their pie is amazing, or whatever. I don't. I don't care. Matter of fact, uh, you just give me a Papa John's pizza with uh, some bacon, jalapenos, sausage, cheese, and give me some of that fucking garlic butter sauce, and we're good to go. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. So it is interesting. Now, I mean, I, I mean, I've, I've been getting, I've been gaining a little weight because of the uh, the excessive drinking I've been doing for the last few uh, weeks now. But the interesting part is. Given the fact that I um, am signed to a company with, uh, I'm signed to a company with renowned uh, fat comedians who are who do tons of shows about you know eating food. They do a bunch of mukbangs. I think I can be led to the holy grail of Korean food, and I'm really excited about that. Actually. I am so excited about that. Uh, the one thing that uh, that as uh, as a Korean American, 
I feel uh, that I need to kind of get used to is that even the uh, even the Koreans here, even, I mean, they're not making, I guess they are, eh, I don't know if they're making fun of me, but like when I say English words and I pronounce them properly, they think that that's funny. And I'm like, why is that funny? It's supposed to be that way, stupid, you know. And I tell him that. So, uh, James Show goes, what about the Korean way of eating pickles with your pizza? Are you a fan? Uh, not really. I mean, I'm more of a pepperoni kind of guy. Again, big shout-outs to Papa John's. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, here's the thing, guys. I think, I think the adding of the pickle to uh, the Korean pizza, I, this is my theory, is that Koreans, obviously, their staple panchan is kimchi, right? And kimchi is there to kind of like cut through greasy, kind of salty food. Now, I think Koreans were like, well, we can't serve kimchi with a pizza. So what is the closest thing that they can think of? And to them, it is the pickle. So they give pickles to cut through that greasy, cheesy pizza. Um, am I a fan? No, not really. I mean, if you want to cut through that grease and just fucking drink some soda, and you'll be fine, right? But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, Rebecca says Koreans put some weird shit on pizza. I agree. I agree. Um, I'm not, I mean, like, look. For me, the idea is I'm not going to come to Korea and eat food hoping that it'll taste exactly like back home. And once you get over that, then it's always an adventure. You know what I mean? Like, you're like oh, shit, they put sweet potato in a crust? Awesome. Did they just put Fritos and Doritos on top of the pizza? Sure, bring it. You know? There's fucking corn on my pizza. Awesome. Oh my God, there's potato wedges in this motherfucker. Okay. Oh shit, they put pineapples in this pizza. Fuck you. Again, no pineapples on pizza. I'm not for that. You know what? I'm thinking if, like, let's say I'm dating somebody. And, uh, you know, she goes, oh, I'm going to order some pizza. And I go, okay, go ahead. And then she orders pineapple on pizza. That might be a fight. That might be an argument, a big one. And you might think, well, Danny, I think you are taking this too seriously, this pineapple on pizza. Some people might like it. And those people I shouldn't be friends with. That's what I'm saying. Uh, uh, What else? What else? Corn, that's the one that got me like, oh, yeah. Rebecca, but you know what? Again, you're not, we shouldn't, expect the food to be just like back home you know there's there's plenty of mexican places uh here in um, korea now and to be honest almost all of them really don't taste like back home but it's fine you know what i mean i don't expect it to be but they're not a sponsor but i have to give a shout out to um, to kim kim taco in uh in yoksan uh, uh, e, I met the guy. He, uh, it, it's it's the closest thing I could find to a street taco 
uh, it's, it, it's, it tastes close to back home. It's not perfect, but it's the closest I can find. They use real masa uh, for the tortillas. Um, and I'm like, all right, this one is, this one is close. So the kicker is I don't even really eat tacos back home. I'm more of a burrito guy. Don't like the corn, but no, here. And the sauces are, again, not the same as, for example, El Torino or King Taco, but it's pretty close. So, so but again, I don't go to places to be like, all right, I'm going to eat. Uh, oh, my God, I want real, real um, great pasta. I don't. I just go, all right, it's going to, I'm, um, in, in the words of my good buddy, Kevin Shea, I just want good enough, you know, good enough. Um, but yeah, I'm excited because uh, these uh, Korean comedians, they're known for their, their, uh, their eating, so they have to know, like, the great places, right? Uh, oh. Here's, here's another experience. I mean, this wasn't this weekend, but I went to one of them uh, uh, karaoke joints. Uh, uh, some ladies, again, no, uh, this wasn't the shady ones. There was, no, there was no sex or anything involved. But I learned and I realized something. Korean drinking games are more fun, way more fun than American drinking games. You know what I mean? Uh, and it, 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 it doesn't require you to set up a fucking, uh, what do you call it? Um, and it doesn't require you to set up a table with fucking cups and ping pong balls. You don't need that. Oh, Bobby Choi is on. Bobby, what's up, buddy? Hey, Bobby. Uh, I didn't tell you, but I signed with them, dude. Uh, they should offer corn tortillas at Kupchang restaurants on the side. Great idea. Uh, it'll be like, uh, like tripas tacos, right? Uh, now, here is one of the games that we had to play at this karaoke joint, okay? This only works if you have an equal number of guys and girls. So it's called the nunchi game, right? And the nunchi game is uh, you have to, so you have to go count from like one through how, to how many number, how, however many number of people that are in the room. So you go one and you get up uh, and you have to do it if, if hypothetically, if let's say that two people jumped up and said the number one together, then they lose. Right. And you have to start all over again. Now, the people that lose uh, have to kiss. Right. So it can be two dudes that got up and said one and they both have to kiss. Right. Or it can be like three people and it can be like three girls and they have to kiss. Right. Again, it's a drinking game situation. Right, great game. Now the uh, now let's say that there's twelve people in the room, and if nobody gets up at the same time, then the twelfth person has to drink a punishment drink, which is like you know, I mean they can go crazy and like spit in it and put like uh, cigarette butts in it, but instead they just made uh you know, put a lot of whiskey and soju and you know it was a, it was a hardcore drink. Uh, so that goes endless. And the more drunk you are, the more uh, times you will mess up. Uh, and yeah, that was uh, 
that was a, that was a good one. There was a few more, you know, games, and I was like, yo, Korean drinking games are way more fun than American drinking games. Don't have to flip a cup, you know, to say, you know what I'm saying? Like, there isn't necessarily any, any, uh, there's no skill involved in it. It's just sheer luck and sheer, uh, yeah, you don't have to, you know, flip cup. Uh, there was another game I played. Um, I forget what country it's, it's, it's from, but I played it in Korea. It was like in a Western bar somewhere. And for those that are watching, if you know the origin of this game, then uh, please let me know. But there was a big-ass, like a tree stump, right, in the, uh, at the bar. And then everyone uh, gets a nail, and they have like a, a hammer, but not a regular hammer, like a, what do you call it, like a, like a sculptor's hammer, right? And then you, uh, you each take a turn hitting the nail. Right, and the person that uh, puts the nail all the way into the tree stump wins. Sounds stupid, doesn't it? Right? Isn't it way better than? Isn't it way more boring than than um, than? Hey, oh, I fucked up. I get to kiss you now. Uh, I mean, I guess you can play with a bunch of dudes, but then that'll just make it more awkward, right? Uh, that there should be no phones and recording devices for that that kind of game, right? Anyway, so the Nunchi game was fantastic, right? Uh, the uh, and I and I heard of another game. They call it a uh, San Namo San, which is kind of like um, uh, well, the translation is uh, you cross a mountain or you climb a mountain. Oh shit. There's another mountain. I don't know why it's called that, but basically it's more of a memorization game. So what it what you do is um, you sit in a whatever in a circle, and um, the person who starts it off goes to the person to the right of them, and then you do something to them. Right now, again, you should sit guy girl guy girl guy girl guy girl guy girl, guy, girl right? And then for example, um, you can. Uh, Let's say you start off with like you kissing the person's hand, right? Then the next person has to kiss the person's hand, but then they have to add another move. Now the move is for them to continue and up the ante and up the kind of uh, provocativeness of the uh, what do you call it of the moves. So you have to memorize what everyone's doing, but on top of that, you got to you know it requires you know. Kissing, maybe licking, maybe some, you know, ass grabbing, whatever it is, right? Uh, so I was like, oh, wow, this is a interesting, interesting, and to be honest, way better than Flip Cup and way better than Beer Pong. So uh, for those that uh, want to try that game out, Uncle Danny is here to uh, educate. It's really good game, right? Uh, but, you know. Uh, let's let's not get too creepy. I know in this day and age, those types of games are uh, might be frowned upon, but uh, you know it's to have fun, and 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 hopefully everyone is down to play the game. Nobody's forced to play such a um, somewhat touchy, and um, you know, and it might need it might lead to later down the line, you know, people, you know, um, butt naked hugging, right?
it's it's weird like uh given that I, I I've been in 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 Korea now for a lot uh for what seven months eight months now and um I've, I've signed to this company I, I have to be more careful about like you know just behaving I have to behave now and I am I don't know uh it's gonna take a while for me to learn how to behave and you know not say crazy shit or not do crazy shit out here. It's not like I do crazy shit anyway, but just, I don't mind not doing it, but I do mind can't doing it. You understand what I'm saying? So, you know, there's a lot of things that uh, I have to think before I do here. And uh, that is something quite new to me, you know? Um, uh, yeah. But, uh, you know, like, like for example, if I wanted to, uh, uh, butt naked hug somebody. I don't know. I, I don't know why I say it, but that way. But it, it makes it makes. But if I want to have sex with somebody, I better be careful. You know what I'm saying? Like I can't be. You know. I I, I I don't know of what. I mean, it's not against the rules to have like one night stands or whatever. But you know what I mean? Like I don't want. I don't. I can't. I can't. I don't know. I don't know what to say. Um. Oh, speaking of one night stands, this is gonna be a weird ass segue, but here we go. So, uh, given that it's humid here, uh, I have uh, purchased a fan, a fan, an electric fan, uh, and um, there is a Korean superstition. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. It is called Korean fan death. It's on Wikipedia, so it must be right. Uh, and basically, the idea is if you turn on the fan while you go to sleep and all the windows and doors are closed, then you might die. Uh, I've heard this, you know, even when I was, uh, you know, a kid back home in the U.S. As uh, a matter of fact, my mom didn't let, let me uh, open the windows even when it got hot because uh, they said that uh, it'll cause Bell's palsy. And so I slept hot all the time hence i sleep in the nude now but um yeah so it's been a little what do you call it humid so i've been um, using the fan to go to sleep and uh yeah it'll, i'll get to the one night stand soon don't worry about it so i was turning on the fan for a month and um well i didn't die so i was like oh shit i, I knew this myth was bullshit right uh and then my electric my electricity bill came last week and it was three times what it normally was. And I went, oh shit, I kind of want to kill myself. Now, here comes the one nice sad part. There is a girl, I mean, I mean kind of hanging, eh, hanging out with, uh, we're not dating. Mm. And, you know, if you ask, and you know, it, how do you say it's 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 kind of like a you know like a month long one night stand, right? And uh, so I can't really break up with her because we're not together, you know. But you know she seems cool. Uh, I don't I don't really see a future in it, but you know she's fun for now, right? And so uh, I've been buying her. So I I want to I want to I want to break it off, but again we're not together. So how do you how do you how do you, Let's not see each other anymore. I don't. I don't know how to say it, right? And so, uh, 
I've been buying her um, like cheap shoes for the last few weeks. Now, there is a Korean superstition and a myth that if you buy your loved one shoes, that will make that person run away from you. Uh, unfortunately, I guess she doesn't know Korean superstitions as well. Right? So, the other day, I was sleeping in her house, and I turned on her fan. Not to try to kill her, but to raise her electricity bill a little bit. Hong Soo-min says, 안녕하세요, Danny Cho-young-nim. What is up? 안녕, Soo-min-a. So, yeah, for all that are curious, uh, Hong Soo-min, he's a open micer. Uh, this dude went to Hawaii and tried to do open mics there. He really loves stand-up. He's a young kid. Um, so, uh, everyone say hi to him, you know. Rebecca goes, low. lol, how very passive-aggressive of you. Yes, it is very passive-aggressive. You know. I don't know. I mean, you know, like, this, this is going to sound kind of fucked up. I guess kind of fucked Yeah, it is kind of fucked up. It's kind of like, um, she's a pleasant distraction, right? Uh, she's a uh, pleasant distraction. So I don't necessarily want to take it to the next level, but I don't want to pursue it any further, if that makes any sense. You know? And But I don't just want to use her as a, you know what I mean? As a, as a fuck buddy either. You know, I'm, I'm trying to grow a conscious here conscience here right so i don't i don't know what to do what do you i mean rebecca as a woman should i just say hey we shouldn't see each other anymore is that what what, what the move is or should i just continue to buy her shitty shoes hmm? Hmm? ladies advice please because uh, i mean you know it's gonna, because I, you know, it feels like, ah, oh, shit, like, but then again, I don't want her to, like, completely hate me, you know what I'm saying? I just want the option to be like, yeah, we're, we're, we're not, we're not dating so I can hang out with other people, right, you know? Is that, is that asshole of me? Because a, a good friend of mine has a, ha, ha, told me a rule, never have sex with a girl more than three times if you don't want to pursue a relationship with that person. The idea of having a fuck buddy is impossible after the third time. Yeah. Uh, Rebecca says she's not going anywhere unless you're straight with her. Yes, you're right. And uh, again, I've, uh, I've passed the my, my three, three time sex rule. You know what I'm saying? If you have sex with a girl that you're not... If you have sex with somebody more than three times and you're not trying to pursue anything serious, it gets a little... Somebody's going to catch feelings. And it seems like she might have caught a little bit of feelings. I don't know why. I'm not necessarily the most... You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the nicest guy. You know? I'm kind of a dick. You know? And so... Hey... Chung Jae-hyung is watching. Chae-young-hee 
is uh, the uh, Cheogi is uh, one of the, the he found Standby Studios. They are a group that does stand-up comedy here in Korea. They're the first group uh, to do it, and I don't mean group as in like a boy band. I mean they they have uh, the group consists of four people, and they all have different styles, and they've been running monthly. Now, currently, weekly shows, um, uh, and I'm, I'm proud of them. They're doing really great, and uh, they actually, uh, you know, let me jump on their shows a handful of times, and, and that's why I'm doing, actually, they're the, probably the reasons why I'm doing uh, comedy in Korean here in Korea, so everyone say hi to Cheong. Uh, Rebecca goes, damn, it, it gets really good after the third time, though. Yes, it does. But that's, that's the problem, Rebecca. After the third time, somebody catches feelings, and if they don't, what do you call it? Uh, you don't see eye to eye on the relationship. Okay, anyone here ever have a, a, a fuck buddy who they fuck constantly but never really had any feelings for? Matter of fact, I'm going to ask women. I don't know how many women are on live right now watching, but is it possible for women... To have sex with somebody, uh, and you you have no feelings for that person, the other person. Maybe once uh, a drunken, you know what I mean, a drunken mistake. But like, as a if you ever had a fuck buddy, is it possible? Because uh, I believe men for men, and it is a little bit possible for us to have sexual relations, or as I called it earlier, uh, butt naked hugging. Um, and uh, continue to have like a, you know, not any real, you know, romantic feelings for somebody. Is it possible? Rebecca raises her hand emoji. Yes. So, Rebecca, it is possible, huh? Well, that's good to hear because uh, I have yet to meet a girl personally in my life that, uh, you know what I mean? Like, that they, they always want it to, 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 to go up another another, another level uh, is this live yeah it is Gene AO is watching what up AO how are you buddy um, so yeah I'm very curious because uh, I mean people could say that you know they, they don't catch feelings or whatever but for my what do you call it my 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 own surveys, my own personal surveys and research, uh, they always catch feelings a little bit. I mean, which isn't bad. I mean, it's just, you know, it, sometimes it, it becomes a, a bit of a hiccup when you're trying to, you know. Rebecca goes, well, I got to like them, but, but romantic feelings, no, don't need that shit. Okay, so you got to at least like them. You can't hate them, correct? Or what if you just, eh? Yeah. Like, because I know I, I, I am, I am, it is capable for me to uh, have sex with somebody I truly hate. Truly hate. Uh, and um, not hate in the sense of I want them dead, but like hate in the sense of, ugh, can't stand you. I don't want to have any conversations with you. But, uh, I've had, uh, I, I know it is possible. 
right? Uh, so Rebecca, you, you gotta like him. Not in not in the romantic like lovey dovey like you know what I mean. Uh, look up in the sky and, and that kind of shit, right? When you think of none, none of that, none of that, you know, fucking. What do you? I don't even know. Like I know the people that are listening can't see what I'm doing, but it's, I'm trying to trying to like express like fucking fireworks out of the out of the eyeballs. You know what I mean? That, that that's not romantic either. I don't know how to really. God damn it! Being in Korea has fucked up my English. Uh, when you see, man, it's not butterflies in your stomach either. God damn it! Someone here, please tell me how to explain this. Um, but yeah, that feeling, you know, you don't want that, right? James Cho says, "Stop going down on her." I uh, oh you, James, you don't know me. Uh, I only go down on women that I like. That is my rule. I don't, I don't, it is one of my, uh, uh, I, I am very, I am very confident in my um, oral skills. And uh, that's why I don't give that up easily, unfortunately. So I have not gone down on her. But, like I said, I told you, if you weren't listening, I told you that my oral game is good enough that one time a girl, while I was going down on her, she farted on me. And that's amazing. Not not the feeling of getting farted. Like I, not, Being in her shit cloud was not amazing. But the fact that I know women don't want to fart in front of their men specifically in that situation. And I fought through her asshole control. You understand what I'm saying? Like I, I knew, uh, I knew that she had the fucking, you know, she had the asshole puckered up. She's like, I, I gotta fart, but I'm not gonna. And I said, whatever, bitch. And she went, ow, bam. And she tried to actually. This is how much of a slick, slick person she was. She was making noises, you know, like, like that she enjoyed it. And then she tried to out-moan her fart, which is, which is kind of, that's kind of terrible. Anyway, she farted, you know. Uh, so from my chin to my neck, warmth. That is to show you, that is just me trying to tell you guys, uh, you know, ladies, uh, my, my oral game is good, but I only do it when I, when I, I truly like somebody. I think that is a sign of love. You know what I'm saying? The thing is, the penis, I, you know, that, I, that wants to go everywhere. But oral, different story. <laughs> it's so, this, you know, it's so funny is that the, uh, there, there have been many iterations of this, uh, of this K-Town Cowboys podcast. I mean, obviously, it started with me, Shane, and Peter, and that was more of a Peter being like, uh, you know, like that crazy, like, uh, crazy, like, um, I don't want to call him a meathead, but you know what I'm saying, that crazy, just kind of like, jock attitude, and, and you know, and we had a lot of crazy uh, conversations, and there is the me and Bobby version, which is a little bit more subdued, uh, and it's, it's probably because we were uh, both 
sitting on his on the floor of his apartment and we were sharing one microphone and then there's this version where it's me talking to my phone and reading random comments uh Hong Sumin goes daddy Cho best comedian thank you you liar uh and so you know what I'm saying I'm a you know it's, it's very interesting because I'm, I'm sure that you know people were are, are, are fans of the podcast for various reasons. I'm assuming that everyone wants the action-packed Shane and Peter and Danny version. Uh, and, you know, I'm sure this one's the worst iteration because I'm just kind of, like, fucking rambling about anything. Uh, here's something I'm, I want to ramble about. No segue at all. You know, given that I, there's, I can't watch ESPN here or whatever, and I'm trying to keep up with sports... Uh, I am sick and tired of sports talk radio. And, you know, just, like, I, I, and I, I'm going to talk about sports, so, you know, it's kind of me being a hypocrite. But, but I was just, you know, the whole, so, you know, on, on ESPN and on FS1, they have, like, these analysts, like, like uh, Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless or, or uh, or uh, who else is there? Like uh, Stephen A. Smith and Max Kellerman, or fucking uh, Chris Carter and Nick Wright, you know, or you know whatever. And I'm just like, wow. I, I mean, having having like uh, what do you call it? Um, like for example, the the biggest story is is LeBron, LeBron James to uh, the Lakers, right, which is, you know, good news, you know, then it's like, oh, but like Kawhi, and, and they got Rajon Rondo, what does that mean for, for fucking Lonzo Ball, and uh, uh, LeVar Ball says that Lonzo Ball uh, and LeBron will win a championship together, and calling uh, Rajon Rondo the little point guard, and I'm just like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't give a shit no more. As a, I mean, I'm a Laker fan, but I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to hear that shit, you know. And uh, there's, there's so many, and I don't know, they're paid. And I'm sure that they have to, they have to have a stance, right? Like, like for example, Shannon Sharp, big time LeBron James fan, right? Homer, and Skip, just big time hater the other way around. You have to have it if it's a debate show. One person has to like somebody. One person has to hate somebody. That is kind of the case. Um, the one that I can't stand the most is Nick Wright. He uh, he, I, I, I can't. He's he's like a cross between like he looks like John B with that uh, like that kind of shaven like goatee thing, but like but stretched out. You know what I mean? Just stretched out. Um, uh, and Chris Carter, I mean, to be honest, like Shannon Sharp and Chris Carter, I'm like, yeah, I guess you guys know sports, but you guys are football players. Like, what do you know about um, what a basketball team should do, you know what I mean, to win? And then, uh-oh, Boogie Cousins it, uh, came to, uh, got signed to the Warriors. Blah. And I've been watching this shit going, oh, my God, like, there's so much of this, and I'm, I'm, I've been, it, I, I don't, I don't care, 
Like, I can't believe that there's so many outlets for sports talk radio. And um, I'm sure everyone's making a living. Good for them. But goddamn, who gives a shit? Who cares? It's not a story. Cover something else. Like the World Cup. I mean, nobody, nobody in America watches the World Cup because America uh, sucks at soccer. You know? But it's exciting, no? Isn't it exciting for... Uh, look at England. They're in the semifinals. You know what I mean? Imagine if England wins the World Cup. They're not going to because I think, I think France is going to do it. But, you know, it'd be kind of exciting. No? Brazil's gone. Argentina's gone. Portugal's gone. All the powerhouse players, gone. It's exciting. And I know some Brazilian Koreans are pissed off, but whatever. You guys have... You guys have Brazilian barbecue, which is amazing. But matter of fact, that's one thing I miss about about living back home is I want some um, picanha and some ch- cheese bread. So, uh, well, that was enough of me rambling. Thank you guys for watching. Uh, uh, again, if you guys are in Korea or you know anyone in Korea that speaks English, I will be doing English shows on the 20th. And 21st of this month, uh, 20th, I'll be at Route 66 in Itaewon. And on the 21st, I will be at the Comedy Haven in Gangnam. Uh, for information, go check out my Instagram or my Facebook, Danny Cho Comedy. Uh, for those that are in Hong Kong, I'll be there August 31st and September 1st. Uh, and again, you can go to Danny Cho Comedy on Facebook or on Instagram. For more information, also, folks in the New York area, our buddy Bobby Choi, Big Phony, he will be screening his uh, his film at the Asian International Film Festival in New York. Uh, for details, go check out Big Phony on Instagram and or Facebook. Okay? Talk to you later. Later, fuckers. <laughs>